0: welcome to another edition of the hood health podcast you know we're still at you know the initial stages where we're taking off these training wheels and figuring out exactly where everything needs to be placed but i want to thank you for checking us out and you know walking with us as we grow you know this episode we wanted to talk about you know all in together now you know when one thinks of the hood <clears throat> Often images of the ghetto filled with like African Americans or Spanish speaking people from the Caribbean, you know, like Puerto Ricans and Dominicans, etc., comes to mind. Um Hood Health though is inclusive of other communities of color, you know, in similar situations in the United States who are impacted by health disparity. You know, this disparity is centered on race, income, class, location you know, in the long-term effects of white supremacy, you know, the whole bad colonization, slavery, genocide, all that. So when we dig into hood health, we are acknowledging um, the Mexican community, you know, the Native American community, the Asian American community, all these various communities have similar and dissimilar issues surrounding them around health and wellness, yet they are all rooted in racial health disparity. You know, whites displaced them, and now they're the system that doesn't support original people. That's pretty much the basis of the foundation of illness as we see it in the modern era in original communities. Yo, speaking specifically about the Mexican and Native American communities, yo, know, straight nutricide warfare took place. They were displaced from many of their traditional food sources. You know, in the case of Mexicans, for example, they were prevented from growing, you know, amaranth, one of their traditional grains, and many other foods by law. When the Spanish came, you know, other foods that weren't traditionally Mexican were added to the table, like that damn pig. You know that that um that wasn't even part of the original diet. Yeah, ironically, it's, it's looked at nowadays as as traditional. You know, um, the hunting grounds of many Native nations were overrun with white settlers who kicked them off of that land and then slaughtered for sport rather than use animals that, you know, the indigenous population depended on such as buffalo and deer. You know, and, and ghettos in America often have part of their history left out. You know, most of the ghettos, you know, the old ones in America was where actually poor white people Lived the ones who built the infrastructure of of the of the major cities that we lived that we live in now. So when mass migrations begun um, of original people to the cities, you know the white immigrants moved out while the black and brown um, people moved in. So in the layout of any city, this land was was often and is often the worst quality, and the buildings you know often. the same lackluster quality you know we see a similar scenario play out with the barrio and and the reservation um check out the location of many barrios in texas new mexico arizona california a lot of them are right next to some factory or dump the reservations are literally on toxic land you know many of them are polluted with mercury from the old gold prospecting back in the days you know or uranium yeah i i said uranium Health and wellness is a struggle, and it's an extra struggle if the land that you're on is sick. Migrant workers at home and abroad are are made uh, part of uh, a dysfunctional food system. And yeah, that also includes a lot of your damn gourmet food, um, where they can't even afford the food that they harvest at their job. In some cases, this food like chocolate and quinoa is their main traditional staple that they can't even eat anymore. The farms are also using toxic chemicals for pesticides that the farmers are exposed to at a high rate. And the areas where these migrant workers farmers are working um, needs to be recognized as well. Like, like California is in a state of drought, where in some counties you can't even drink the water because it's toxic. And many of the migrant farmers live in these counties. Yet these migrant farmers are working on farms whose crops are literally drowned in fresh water. Final mention that I wanna drop on this piece is that you, if you lived in the hood, the ghetto, the barrio, the res, you know that due to many factors, it can be stressful. And this stress is often centered, you know, around being the side effects of poverty. So, you know, in these environments, mental health issues at a higher level than with white communities. You know, it's the stress inducing nature of poverty and the environment, you know? And when you see this, you're seeing the results of a system which exploits original people, you know? Um, there's a saying that the system is not broken and is doing exactly what it is designed to do. The key for all original people in the ghetto, the barrio, the res, is to realize that they have access to the complete healing systems of, you know, their forebearers. And that system is a combination of utilizing traditional wisdom, innovation, originality, and straight up hacking the system. Hood Health is a piece of that solution. Can get some of this solution. Yo, know, in the future, we're going to be doing some interviews. If there's things that you want to hear about, get at us. If there's somebody you want us to interview, get at us. If you want to be interviewed, get at us. We're going to keep pushing forward, you know, and definitely do some radical, you know, self-care and healing in the hood. All right. Roll with us.